Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. I'm E.G. Marshall, moderator of these meanderings through the mysterious and the macabre. We say, revenge is sweet. But the accurate quote is, sweet is revenge. And the full quote is, sweet is revenge, especially to women. And it was written by Lord Byron, who certainly was in a position to know. And if you don't believe Lord Byron, you can take the word of Moliere, who said... A woman always has her revenge ready. Does revenge really come more easily and readily to women? Or is this the chauvinism of male writers? Our mystery drama, Killing Valley, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Kim Hunter. It is sponsored in part by Luden's Medicated Cough Drops and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly. With Act One. When you say fight, why do you say fight? It's just a lot of things nobody else can say. When you say fight, you've done more than you can go to get the very best. When you say fight, you said the word that means you like to do it all. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis. Hey, ma'am, what's for dinner? Hey, ma'am, what you got? Shaw Price's answer to what's for dinner this week is center cut beef rib steak, just $1.39 a pound. Fresh ground chuck, 89 cents a pound. Fresh no white mushrooms, only 89 cents a pound. For a quick and delicious meal, try Farmland Entrees, frozen assorted varieties, a two-pound package for 89 cents. Save on Fleischmann's Margarine, one-pound package, only 59 cents. Golden Ripe Bananas, 19 cents a pound. Don't miss these and other great values at your nearby ShopRite. She loves the family. She wants the best. She does all that she can do. She lets ShopRite do the rest. Hey, my, what's for dinner? ShopRite has the answer. Decorative lumber, lighting fixtures galore. We've got tiles and bulbs and brushes. We've got covering for the floor. Rollers, paints, and spackles, wall covering till you faint. Martin's home decorating standards. It ain't just paint. Martin saves you money today by rolling back prices to 1972 on three paints. Latextra outside paint, wall pride dripless flat wall paint, wall pride semi-gloss enamel paint. These paints all carry the parents' magazine guarantee of product performance. 
Buy two gallons, save 50% on special Martin ceiling paints, wall paints, porch and deck and house paints. Buy cushions off the bathroom seats, $9.99 each. We've got tiles and bulbs and brushes. We've got covering for the floor. Rollers, paints, and spackles. All covering till you faint. Martin's Home Decorating Center. It ain't just paint. You've heard it said, good name in man or woman is the immediate jewel of their souls. And I suppose what it comes down to for everyone is the reaction the mention of our name creates in others. Polly Preston still has to get used to the fact that her name has suddenly acquired meaning. It wasn't too long ago that mention of her name wouldn't even cause a ripple. But now it really roils the waters. At the 37th floor, I stepped off the elevator. The stunningly beautiful, immaculately groomed blonde secretary, with the mandatory English accent, put honey and heather into her voice as she said to me, Oh, how do you do, Miss Preston? You look marvelous. The book, I understand, is doing fabulously. You're to go right in. Mr. Cantwell is expecting you. <laughs> what a difference six months and a bestseller can make. Hey, hello, Polly. Am I late? <laughs> Just fashionably. Now, about the advance on your new book. Herb, you'll have to discuss that with my agent. <laughs> Little Polly Preston, six months ago I had to advance you money for your room rent. And now you're having a headache with your taxes. <laughs> a most delightful headache. Have you thought about your next book? Any ideas? Well, I should have a first draft in three weeks. You'll have another bestseller. Ah, what's it about? Ever hear of a town called Killing Valley? No. I was born and raised there. Oh, a book on life in a small town, huh? Yes, and it's already written. Everything's in my head. But it's been ten years since I've seen the place. I'll go back there for a few days. I want to get the feel of it again. You know, if I were you, I'd go back there for at least a month. <laughs> Never. I couldn't stand the place that long. Why don't you like it? I despise it. I detest what it stands for and everyone in it. All those corrupt, vicious people. Oh, I see. It's going to be that kind of a book. You know, I'm afraid it won't be very good. Oh, you don't have to publish Polly, you wrote Month of Sundays. It had... Humor and art and understanding. That's your style. I dashed that off as an exercise to see if I really was ready to write. I am. Look, do something for me. Send out a publicity release. Say that Polly Preston's new book is to be an expose of a small town very much like the one she grew up in. Are you sure you want it to be an expose? Oh, and I want it in tomorrow morning's papers. When I arrive in Killing Valley, I want them all to know why I've come back. I want to watch each of them wonder and worry how I'll portray them. Oh, I'll have a wonderful time. Ah, Polly, this can't be you. Why not? I've seen people spoiled by sudden success, but I'd have bet my life on that down-to-earth, gentle girl I met six months ago. But for ten years, I bided my time, Herb. I've directed my entire life toward one goal. Revenge. Killing Valley. 
named after his first settler back in 1823, Josiah Killing. Oh, what a prophetic name. And through the generations, the family has practically owned the place. As I started down the hill, there was the town spread out before me. On the left, the old red brick buildings of the Killing Wire Copper Company. And moving in past the sprawl of shops and houses was the main street, named, of course, Killing Boulevard. The National Bank also had Killing's name on it as president. He was the latest Killing, Josiah the Fourth. It was like a dynasty. The Imperial Holdings included the old Killing Insurance Company building. And a new shopping arcade called Killing Mall. Finally, I parked in front of the only place on the street I had any affection for. Martha's Luncheonette. Cup of coffee, please. What? what? Holy! <laughs> Hello, Martha. Oh, kid, you're a sight for size. Let me look at you. Oh, well, now, who'd have known little Polly Preston? And that dress. It's got to be from Paris. Oh, you look wonderful, too, Ma. Oh, I'm just getting older and fatter. Oh, ain't there going to be a hot time in this old bird tonight? And every night from here on in. Really? Wow, it was in all the papers. Polly Preston to return to hometown of Killing Valley, which will be the locale of her new book. Uh, you still make the world's best cup of coffee, Ma. <laughs> oh, they don't appreciate it. How's your dad? Well, he's at the Veterans Hospital, you know. Oh, I'll find time to run over and see him. Hey, no, don't bother. Why? Your dad was always so good to me. Polly, he doesn't know anybody. His mind's just about gone. Yeah, he's kind of old, you know. So you're writing another book? Yes. Will I be in it? Sure. You, Fred, my Aunt Grace, naturally my father, and, um... Well, and that's all for the good guys. The rest? Yeah, um... Listen, kid. That book. It won't make you popular. I already figured that out for myself. You know, something's going on in this town. What? I don't know. It's just... Something in the air. <laughs> the only thing in the air is the pollution from Josiah Killing's factory. Polly, you know what it's like to try to swim against the tide in this town. Look what happened to your father. My father was a poor, friendless, beaten man. I'm somebody, Martha. I can't be pushed around by the likes of Josiah Killing or anyone else. Oh, I still say it could be dangerous. You mean someone would try to, to do me harm? I mean that book of yours. I would say some people would do anything to stop you from writing it. I'll sit down, Mr. Killing. I'm about to fly home, Mr. Mears. Thought I'd say goodbye. I've given you folks all the information you need. Um, yes. Do I detect shade of doubt in that yes? Well, you see, Mr. Killing, the underwriting group would ordinarily look at your proposition as an extremely sound investment. Ordinarily? I thought that was all settled yesterday. Well, well, uh... well, 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 what? Are you saying people have changed their minds? If so, sir, I'm entitled to an explanation. Well, I think we may be entitled to an explanation. You have asked our group to invest millions in the revitalization of the town of Killing Valley. And I tell you, it's a fantastically sound investment. Yes. Um, do you know Polly Preston? Of course I know Polly Preston. Knew her father and her mother. Well, Miss Preston is a very successful novelist, and there have been reports she intends to write a book about Killing Valley. Well, now, what does that have to do an with... An expose. 
Of what? According to the publicity of all the sordid, corrupt, and immoral people who live there. What? Why, that's... Oh, look, just... Is it true? It's what true? Are the people who live there sordid, corrupt, and immoral? Absolutely not, Mr. Mears. No more so than the people who live anywhere else. Well, quite frankly, that book isn't going to do our project very much good. Well, you could write a book like that about any town. Unfortunately, a prominent writer has chosen to write one about Killing Valley. And the timing couldn't be worse. Frankly, I only see one way out. And what's that? Convince her not to write that book. Convince her? Oh, how? I don't know. But one way or another, you have to stop her. Just a minute. Hello. Helen. Oh, it's Helen. Oh, where have you been all these years? No, Aunt Grace, it's me, Polly. Oh, oh, of course, Polly. Oh, you look so much like your mother. So much. And and I was thinking of her and of me when we were both young. And oh, I, may, may I, I come in? Oh, what? Oh, oh, I'm such a silly old lady. Oh, come in, come in. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my. You startled me. But I spoke to you on the phone. You knew I was coming. I, I knew. Oh. Oh, you look so beautiful. And you're back. You've come back home. I kept my promise, Aunt Grace. I said I'd come home when I'd be able to make this town pay the price for Dad and Mother. Now I can collect. How long can you stay, child? Until I finish this book. The book? Oh, is it to be the book the whole town seems to be talking about? Uh-huh. Oh, my. Why? Why are you writing it? And Craze. You, of all people, should know what this town did to my father and to your own sister. Yes, I want revenge. Oh, Polly, don't write that book. The past is gone. Don't disturb it. They'll kill you. Oh, well, that's the second threat today. Martha's afraid for my safety, too. Oh, that's not the sort of thing I mean. Polly, you're writing this book in order to kill people. Well, that's us. They will become a killer also. And the first person you'll kill is yourself. The self that is kind and generous and open-hearted. Oh, don't kill that person. That young girl I knew. Don't tell me it's that time already. Your favorite stew is in the oven. And uh, here are your first 20 pages. How do you like it so far? Well, I, I, I don't know. Now, why don't you like it? Well, I didn't say I didn't like it. On the other hand, you didn't say you dislike it. Josiah Killing is a selfish, arrogant man. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. And everyone in town is afraid of him. They have to be. He doles out their daily bread. Could you expect folks to side with your father against him? Josiah framed my dad. My father was not a thief. The jury was guided by the evidence. The jury constantly kept one eye on Josiah Killing. 
I'll answer that, please. Hello? Hello? classical elements of conflict. We have a writer who wants to write about certain people, and we have certain people who don't want to have themselves written about. If each side is determined to have its way, then things must move to a crisis, which must occur in Act Two, which I shall deliver in just a few moments. Is it a nice to know you're free? In the free spirit department, Buick's mid-sized 1976 century has a lot going for it. Efficient size, lots of room, neat things like that. But Century offers bonuses. It's a Buick, remember which says one heck of a lot about how nicely it takes care of you. And Century does something for the sake of efficiency that no other American mid-sized car does. It comes with a V6 engine and a Buick V6 of that. Century, that spirit will move you. Life in a democracy is filled with problems, which is probably why it is so fascinating. A writer should be free to write as he, or in this case, she, pleases. On the other hand, aren't the subjects of a writer's story entitled to their privacy? It's all a matter of highly sensitive and delicate adjustments. Of course, there are always those impatient and impetuous people who prefer to cut through all the niceties and take direct, violent action. Polly, you should call the police. The police? That's what the police are for. You did receive a threatening telephone call. The police of Killing Valley. <laughs> Every one of those brave boys in blue is a lackey of Josiah Killing. Especially Chief Watson. Oh, Polly, is it worth it? It's worth anything to destroy this town. Uh-huh. Who can that be? Well, speak of the devil. May I come in, Polly? I would say no, but it's not my house. I guess. Please, come in, Josiah. Mm. Uh, won't you sit? I thank you. I just received an interesting telephone call. Some hoodlum, no doubt, in your employ threatened me. Oh, why do you say in my employ? Doesn't everyone in this town work for you? If you receive such a call... If? There are people in this town who are nervous and upset. And with good cause. I'm sure it was just someone letting out steam, just as you are. Just as I am. Well, that's what this book's all about, isn't it? Letting out steam. 
Polly, I've come here to ask you not to write that book. <laughs> You've come here to threaten me. I'm here to appeal to your sense of, of fairness. Fairness? Oh, my. Well, I'll be as fair to you as you were to my father. Polly, are you? Miss Preston, please. This town cannot defend itself against your charges. Who's been charged? I'm writing a book about a small town. Who says it's this one? Well, everyone's going to assume I'm not responsible for that. Do you want to destroy us? I can't do that. I can cause you all some embarrassment. But after a while, who will really care? You can destroy us. I'll... I'll divulge the secret. You're talking about the welfare of 10,000 human beings. And how indifferent were those 10,000 to the suffering of one human being named Jim Preston? Polly, I came here to appeal to your sense of justice. Now you've come at the wrong time. To the wrong place. Now, Polly, you... You hated my father. Do you deny it? No. I did hate your father. And why did you hate my father? Now, Polly, you hated my father because he married my mother. Because he married Helen McLeod, the girl you had chosen for yourself. He did what no one else around here would ever dream of. He took something that you wanted. He had the audacity to defy you. And you hounded him to his grave. You saw to it that no one would ever hire him. You killed him. And that broke my mother's heart, so you killed her, too. Polly, you must... And now get out. Well, how's it coming? Oh, just great. Oh, by the way, Polly, I'm financially grateful to you. Why? Everybody knows you and I are old chums. Well, if I have a true friend in this world, it's you. Oh. You stood by me when no one else did. No, it was nothing. I didn't have any friends. Nobody wanted their kids to play with that Preston girl. After all, wasn't my father a bum and a jailbird? Oh, he never did that robbery. Oh, you know it and I know it. But Josiah Killing had him framed for it. Albie Stewart swore he found Dad's watch near the office safe. And didn't Josiah promote Albie to foreman a month after the trial? Well, you don't have to convince me, kid. And Artie Horn identified the man who was running away as my friend. Didn't Artie get a big loan for the bank a few weeks later? <sighs> yeah. Well, that's how it went. Oh, I hope you don't mind my coming in here and blowing off steam, but it clears my mind. I should be getting back to that typewriter. Uh, Polly, I think maybe... You'd better leave here. Finish the book in New York. Why? Oh, I got a feeling. I think things are going to get rough around here. I'm not afraid. If you're going to turn the place inside out, you ought to be. As I walked home, I kept thinking about what Martha had said. Why not finish the book in New York? Why was it staying? What was keeping me here? What, what, was I enjoying it? After all, I didn't have to stay here longer. As a writer, there was nothing more I could get from the town itself. I heard the car before I saw it. It was bearing down on me. Surely I'd be killed for what seemed an eternity, but it must only have been a fraction of a second. I was frozen. And then 
as I was about to be overwhelmed by a mass of metal somehow, and I managed to throw myself out of the way. I, I fell against the curb. I felt a stab of pain, but I, I knew it was from the fall. I wasn't hit. I knew I'd be all right. I also knew that attempt had been deliberate. Come in. I, uh, your aunt said that you would see me. <sighs> Mr. Killing. And I spoke to Dr. Wellborn. Did you? He said your injuries are superficial, that you should be up and about in a day or so. Oh, he said that, did he? Oh, yes. Well, now you know why I'm writing this book. You see, I'm Dr. Wellborn's patient. Information concerning me should be confidential between my doctor and me. Oh, but of course, Dr. Wellborn is your doctor. You own him the way you own everyone else in this town. Oh, Polly. I... I'm sorry about the accident. You're sorry the driver missed well, me. What happened was certainly not a deliberate attempt on anyone's part. Why should I believe that? Well, there are automobile accidents. We do have reckless drivers. Well, what will you think of next? Please, Polly. Oh, as a writer, let me give you some ideas. Uh, have me shot and frame some poor derelict as a burglar. Ah, now, Polly. You'll have no trouble getting witnesses. I, I, I've come here to offer you a proposition. <laughs> How the world has changed. Your entire purpose is to ruin me. Or I do it. But leave the town alone. How? I'll pay you what, whatever you ask. Oh, money. A great deal of money. But I'm no longer poverty-stricken little Polly Preston. And I'll make a fortune on this book. You name the figure you think you'll make. And I'll double it. But I'm not writing this book for money. Listen to me. Polly, you... You must take my money. Oh, no, no. Take my money! The way he said money. The way the words seemed to explode on his lips. Money. The words sent an electric shock through my body as if I'd touched a live wire. That word, money. I'd heard it before. I'd heard him say it before, a long, long time ago. But where? For what reason? Money. You must take my money. You must listen. You're wasting your time, Mr. Killing. Oh, don't be a fool, Helen. Helen? <laughs> oh, I'm... I'm... I'm somewhat out of thoughts. Why I... did you call me Helen? Why, I don't know. I suppose it's because you look so much like your mother. And now you think about what I said. And I'll... I'll call on you later. He was quite agitated. Walked quickly out of the room. I was feeling agitated myself. Where had I heard him say that word money before? And... Why did he call me Helen? What did Josiah say to you? He offered me money. I knew he would. You knew? Oh, yes. That's why I let him see you. What? what? You must take his money, Helen. 
You can't be proud. Why do you call me? You were wrong, my dear, wrong. And now, Helen, I, I, I'm not... Jim will never work again. At Grace, there are times when suddenly you disappear. Yeah. Uh, uh, disappear? Oh, oh I, I can't account for it. I, I look at you and suddenly you're Helen. And I'm reminded of something. Why were you telling Helen to take money from Josiah Killing? Was I doing that? Yes, you were. Helen was lying in bed, just as I'm lying in bed. Oh, yes. That might have... That might make me think of Helen. Why were you telling her to take money from Josiah? I, I, I don't remember. But I... I remember. I was a very little girl, and I... I remember how he said money. I can't think of any reason why Josiah should have offered your mother money. Are you sure? Please. Please, Polly. Believe me. Hello. What do you have to tell me? What do you have to tell me? Anything new on that book? Have you been able to kill it? Oh, not yet. Well, it's still the fly in the ointment, you know. I have a way of stopping her. I hope so. But you realize, of course, you can't take her to court. The publicity would defeat the purpose. Yes, I understand. And not that either of us would even consider it, but uh, any kind of rough stuff is out. Well, naturally. I can put an end to the book completely. Well, then do it. What's holding you back? I'm not sure. It'll be worth it. Mr. Killing, you're talking about millions of dollars. I know. And I'm still not sure it's worth it. To me... had a word of advice for all writers and speakers. He said, keep your words to yourself because they belong to you and not to other folk who will only twist them to serve their own purposes. Here we thought all along that Josiah Killing would do anything to stop Polly Preston from writing that book. And now we find out the sky is not the limit. The limit will be clearly defined when I shall return with Act Three. You can have great taste, lots of great taste and taste with food. Better, better, eating cough drops with green taste. in every box, wild cherry, green savory, menthol, cool and savory. Honey, the way you wish with lemon, no victory sauce. You can have great taste, lots of great taste and taste with food. The medicated cough drops that don't taste medicated. They taste great. Use only as directed.
Here in the country of 700 islands, we can show you more bonefish in one sunny Bahamas morning than you've seen in your whole life. We got plenty. Especially here in Andros. Bonefish just naturally like Bahamas waters. Clear, calm, with more flats and shallows. Of course, we do a lot of deep-sea fishing down here, too. My friend Henry in Bimini can take you out after tarpon, wahoo, sailfish, something good's running every day of the year in the Bahamas. Here in the Bahamas, we got in the Bahamas, the country of 700 islands, you can choose from golf, tennis, and scuba packages at affordable prices. Call toll-free 800-327-0787, Bahamas Tourist Office. It must be wonderful to be able to pay back the people who hurt you. To hurt them even worse. Maybe it's wrong, but it feels wonderful. That is, it's supposed to feel wonderful. Polly Preston has it in her power to destroy an entire town. So why doesn't she feel wonderful at this moment, which should be her moment of triumph? Well, kid... I told you to go back to New York. Uh, I'll be careful crossing streets from now on. You know, people can get awfully ugly when it's going to hit their bread and butter. Martha, uh, why would my mother take money from Josiah Killing? Whoever says she did. She did. When I was a little girl, Uh something somehow lit lit up in my memory. I remember she she was very sick. She, She was in bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was real sick when you were... No more than five or six years old. And I remember Aunt Grace was there and Josiah Killing. Well, now, what would he be doing in your mother's room? I don't know. Well, did you ask Aunt Grace? She doesn't remember. Oh, how can she not remember? She's old and maybe she doesn't want to. And I can't ask Josiah Killing. No. Well, there's nobody left who remembers those days. Your mother's dead. So's your dad. And my father's. Well, your father. Now, honey, my father. He's so sick. He's in another world. He's my only hope. Oh, sure. You're Jimmy's little girl. Yeah? I remember you. Your name is Helen. Oh, no, no, my mother's name is Helen. Oh, sure, sure, Helen. I know Helen. Helen McLeod. <laughs> How is your mother? Mother, she's... Oh, you know, Jimmy's supposed to come to see me today. We got a veterans meeting. Jimmy and I, we're going to go to the convention in uh, Washington. Uh, Mr. Doyle. Oh, no, no, no. Not Mr. Doyle. Uncle Jack. Right, Uncle Jack. Did Mr. Killing ever give my mother any money? Oh, sure, sure. Lots of money. Lots of money. Now, what can be keeping your old man? When did Josiah Killing give my mother money? Always, all the time. You know, if your old man keeps me waiting much longer... Why did he give my mother money? I'll go without him. That's what I'll do. Why did he give my mother money? Oh, my poor Jimmy... He never had any money to give your mother. I I don't mean my dad. I mean Mr. Killing. Uh, You see, Jimmy meant well, but if he ever got his hands on a dollar, 
He'd spent it on the booze. I'm not talking about... And I helped him. The good Lord forgive me. Forgive me. Tell me about my mother and Josiah killing. Ah, your mother. Yeah. She was the prettiest girl in town. And Josiah Killen was sweet on her. Engaged they was. And Jimmy said to me, Jack, I'll bet you five dollars I can get her away from him. And I said, man, you're crazy. And he was. But he did it. <laughs> Who could resist your old man? Look, I, I know all that. But why did Josiah give her money? Eh? Did he give her money? Who said that? You did. Oh, well, then it must be true. Tell me why. Uh, now, Helen. Uh, I'm not Helen. Well, there's no need of your yelling at me. I can't stop Jimmy's drinking. Please. I'm not the one that gets him into trouble. He's the one who gets me into trouble. And that's why I can't ever hold a job. And Martha, my little girl, Martha can't even go to school. She's got a sling hash in that greasy spoon. I'm a... I'm a bad father. I'm so bad. But at least I ain't as bad as Jimmy Preston. What are you saying about Jimmy Preston? He, he, he's your best friend. Oh, yes. Yes, my best friend. Yes. Oh, I told you about him. I told you, Helen, before you married him. I'm not Helen. I'm Polly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Little Polly. So nice of you to come to see me. Uncle Jack, Please. Think. Try to remember. Why would Josiah give my mother money? Josiah killing, giving away money? <laughs> Why, he wouldn't give away the time of day. Now, what is that old man of yours keeping me waiting? Suddenly, something was happening inside of me. I didn't know what it was, but... It somehow concerned my mother, my father, and Josiah Killing. And why he'd been giving my mother money. It was all so long ago, and I was so young. All I had were little stabs of memory. Tiny glimmers shone briefly and died. Money, that, that word. And it was how that word changed in, in sound. Yes, Sound, the sound of it changed in my mother's voice. My Aunt Grace could tell me. I'd make her tell me. In spite of herself. Am I disturbing anything? Oh, no, no, Aunt Grace. Come in, come in. I haven't heard that typewriter going. Well, I'm, I'm thinking. Of what? Money. Um, Aunt Grace. I look more and more like my mother every day, don't I? Oh, God rest her soul, yes. It's the same face. And my voice? Oh, Helen. Helen. I... I can't take the money, Grace. I can't. I can't. Is it pride, my dear? What about the child? Don't make me take his money. Jimmy will never know. Uh, Grace, I, I... I don't know what to do. He loves you. I know. A woman always knows. Josiah loves you. And so, therefore, it isn't wrong. But take the money. It's all right. 
he loves you. But I'm married now. It doesn't matter. How can you say that it doesn't matter? Let him be good to you. But but it's wrong. No. If it's an act of love, then it's right. And Grace. Who was? Oh, my my mother betrayed my father. Polly, what are you saying? How, how can you think even she betrayed Who told you this monstrous false You did. I said no such thing. My mother had an affair with Josiah Killer. Polly, you must be mad. He corrupted everybody, even her. He robbed my father of everything, even of me. Polly, what are you saying? <laughs> And it was my mission to write that book as a memory to my father, to save his name. Polly! But Josiah is going to stop me. You see how? Just before the book goes to press, he'll confront me with the proof. Proof of what? Proof of the fact that he, that my mother was his mistress. His bought and paid for mistress. You can't say that. Oh, yes. <laughs> Here I am writing about the gutter morality of this town and who's down in the mud with the rest of them. My own mother. That's not true. It's not what happened. Well, what did happen? You mustn't think badly of your mother, dear. Oh, no, of course not. Look, why don't you sit back in the chair and relax? I- I- I'll try to nap also. Just, just. Relax, Aunt Grace. Relax and close your eyes. Yes, Yes, relax, Aunt Grace. Grace, Grace, are you asleep? It's me, Helen. Yes, Helen. Look, I I don't feel well. Oh, try to rest. Try. Grace? Yes? If something happens to me... What will you tell Polly about about me and Josiah? Nothing. You know that. You made me swear she should never know. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, that's right. But Helen, dear, Polly should know. Oh, no, no. It would destroy her memory of her father. It should be destroyed. He was a bum, a drunk. He abused you. It was Josiah who kept this home going. His money. Polly must never know. And the money to send her to college. Am I supposed to lie about it? Am I supposed to say it was my money? Yes, please, Grace, for me. There was never anything between you and Josiah. He never did more than touch your hand. Oh, please, Grace, let Polly have her memory. Let her keep her father. It was no good. Even Josiah's influence couldn't get him free on that charge of burglary. Jim's dead. Let Polly have something. Something. And Josiah. Ask him. Ask him to show you a certain letter. Figured out the cost. It isn't worth it. Let her publish, Mr. Mears. Well, then this has to be the end of our interest in Killing Valley. I'm sorry. Yeah, so am I. 
Mr. Killing, Josiah. What? How did you both get in here? I want to see a certain letter. What letter? Show her the letter, Josiah. Grace, I promised Helen I swore to her. She was my sister. I give you the right to break your word. I broke mine. I told Polly who her father was. What? He was. I don't believe it. This is the man who loved your mother. Your father and mother weren't married long before Helen had ample reason to regret it. Ah, Grace, don't. But she was a woman who had to be loyal to her husband. She was loyal to the day she died. You're making it up. Show her the letter, Josiah. Well, I... I promise you. She has to know. I've... I've carried this letter with me for years. No one has... uh, Well, here. Read it. I can't. You must. And then you'll be free forever. My dearest Josiah, I can only write you a very short note to thank you for everything you did for me and Jim and Polly. No woman ever had a dearer, truer friend. I know now that I loved you always. And we were both foolish one night very long ago. And so my life and yours has been different. Josiah, after Jimmy and I are dead, please look after Polly. And see that she never learns the truth about her father. Please, swear to me, she'll never know the truth. I... I'm sorry. Where are you going, Polly? Home. I... I have to. You you see the... There's a book. It's burning up inside me. A book about some wonderful people. And I can't wait to sit down and write it. And she did. And it was a very good book, too. It was well-received and sold a fair amount of copies. But a bestseller, it wasn't. And a blockbuster, it never became. The other one? Ah, that would have been a different story. Well, I'll have a different story for you when I return shortly. Would you say that Macy's has just about the most complete selection of fine china and glassware anywhere? Yes, I'd say that. Would you say lovers of fine china and glass would be excited to hear Macy's is having its biggest and best sale of the year, reducing $1 million worth of these items 20 to 50%? I'd not only be excited, I'd be on my way out the door. When? It's one day, tomorrow, at Macy's. How much off on the Casa Bone China? 47% off. What about Royal Dalton and Wedgwood? 20% off and 50% off. Off Mikasa Stoneware, 20 to 30% off Noritake. Fabulous! 
fabulous. Oh, tell me about Macy's stunning glassware. 50% off Royal Briarly English Crystal. 20% off Royal Dalton Stemware. 50% off French Lead Crystal. What else? 20 to 50% off Lead Crystal Bowls, Vases, Decanters, and more. Macy's has enlarged their departments and added extra sales help for this event. I can't wait. You won't have to. Take your purchase or get immediate free delivery. Macy's Million Dollar China and Glass Sale. One day, tomorrow. Don't miss it. Miss it? You've got to be kidding. Sounds of silence. The people who cry without tears, like Helen McLeod Preston. And those who love without ever touching or even speaking, like Helen and Josiah Killing. And too often, we listen for words and look for actions as the clue to meaning. But all the while, all that matters is that which is hidden inside. But we hide nothing at all from you here, seven times each week. Our cast included Kim Hunter, Joan Shea, Ian Martin, and William Redfield. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.